1: you miss me? i asked that question because <laughs> even though i was on the air yesterday i'll be damned if i was here shay shay appreciate the love to you and my man ryan clark because i'll be damned kendrick perkins if i was here yesterday i was a zombie i was dead tired i was the walking dead but i'm alive this morning and i gotta give my girl molly some credit here too with that whack music she was playing that <laughs> woke me up as well because it got on my damn nerves my, my man kendrick hurts. perkins in the house My man Club shay in the house, the crew is here, y'all. You know what that means, right? <laughs> Holla at your
0: boys. Whoa! Let's roll. First of all, I'm personally offended. That was Mariah Carey throwback with Daisy on it. Remember the album where she had the white tank top, the rainbow, the Levi's cut off. Stop
1: lying to the public. You're That's talking about one hey. song. I'm talking about the last half hour we had to listen to your music. Your damn list, okay? Hey, Which isn't that impressive, hey, Molly. Spare hey, Molly. us.
2: Yeah.
3: Hey, hey, Molly, 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 Shay Shay, I'm glad I'm glad we got Stephen A bag yesterday. I thought he was gonna need an IV. You know what I'm saying? The baby Yo. okay. Are you, Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Seriously. I got
1: a damn IV yesterday. That's how tired I was. Yeah. Yes, I did. I'm
2: sure you did. You know? What up, Shay Shay? How you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm good. I'm good. You know me. I'm always ready to go. I do what I do.
1: Right, that's, because, that's because you when you ain't on TV, you in the damn gym all the damn time. That's why. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying but let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right. Jeff,
0: Saturday, Pat McAfee will be here in a bit. But we are starting in the NBA. The Lakers were in H-Town last night. Things got a little testy, fellas. Between Jared Vanderbilt and Dylan Brooks, who delivered a hard foul on a Vanderbilt dunk. Vanderbilt ejected after shoving, then poking Brooks. The Rockets forward later struck LeBron James in the face following a rebound attempt. Brooks was given a flagrant one after video review. Here's a D critiquing Brooks and that style of play.
3: Yeah, I mean, he's going for you know, a wide open dunk and you just push him in the back. Uh, it's not a safe play. You know, guys get hurt like that. You know, you got to know the type of player he is. He um, you know, kind of let that just keep going on and kind of provoked it. You know? He talks and says whatever he
2: wants to the refs, to players, and at the end of the day, we've been We were here earlier in the year. Uh, We asked you about uh, Brooks, and you said next question.
0: What did he say? He said next question. Uh, The Lakers would go on to lose 135-119. Shannon, let's start with this. Do you have any issues with Brooks' style of play?
2: Yeah, I do. Um, I believe you can play hard without playing dirty. I mean, some of the things that he does unnecessary. guy has a breakaway dunk, and he's not trying. He just shoves the guy in the back, as AD mentioned. And then he comes down and he clubs LeBron's uh, LeBron-sized the head. Last year, he hit Brown in the private area. He just does a lot of things that's unnecessary. And I don't believe that's – you know, sometimes people say, well, that, that's, that's his style of play. That ain't no style of play, bro. You're going to hurt somebody out there. And if you know, if that's all they're going to let you do, if they're going to let you shove guys in the back, hell, they can hire me. Just let me come in at 55 years of age and I can do exactly what Dylan Brooks do. Guy gets on the breakaway, I can shove him in the back. I can go up for a rebound, pretend like I'm trying to get a rebound and club the guy upside his head. Man, that's unnecessary. That ain't no. That is not basketball. Oh, that's tough. That's physical. That's in the 90s. They cleaned that style of basketball up. If you want to say they played like that in the 80s and 90s, okay. I remember that, but that's not the style of play that they play now. And the way he plays the game is unnecessary. You could have hurt somebody because you can't protect yourself when you're up in the air and somebody shoves you from behind. Or LeBron's trying to go for a rebound, and he makes it seem like he's trying to get the rebound, and then he comes across LeBron's hands with his left hand. It's unnecessary. That's not basketball. You can't convince me that's basketball because I believe you can play tough physical basketball without being dirty. And I believe he's a dirty player. That's me personally. That's one element of it.
1: No disagreement there. I don't like the way Dylan Brooks did what he did last night. There's no doubt about it. But, Shay Shay, I'm very, very surprised. Actually, let me take that back. I'm not surprised that you left it at that. I'm not surprised that you didn't go any further. Because I mean, GOAT James, far be it to far be it for you to besmirch him in any way, Shay Shay. I mean, stop it. The fact of the matter is this. Houston whipped their ass last night. Can we get oh, that that's out? that's not the way? why they lost, no, though, bro. I, 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 mean, I, understand, I understand that. Okay. But what yeah. I said is you're usually complete with your takes. You right. were a bitch. Sure, you short-changed sure your take. The Lakers played. The because Lakers were trash. They, I, they, I, you want to say the Lakers were trash? It, it's nice to hear you say it, because you <laughs> should have said it at the start, okay? But that, why? Hold, 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 wait a minute. No no, 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 no. Don't stop that, Shay Shay. I'm getting on you now, because if it was anybody else, it, listen, Kendrick Perkins, what would we have heard Shay Shay, Shanna Shay, Sharp say? You know what? The, the hell with that. You go low, we go high. You go low, I go to the basement. I go to the yeah, basement. That's what he would say. Well, Dylan Brooks went low. Why didn't the Lakers go to the basement how come you didn't bring that up shannon shop you know why because you're a little bit you get a little bit soft and sensitive when it comes to the goat james that's why and i'm getting on you about that and you hold on right there with the, I, like the <laughs> by, I like the glasses but the point is that's what you do here's the reality we all know dylan brooks who dylan brooks is we may not like it guess who knows it better than anybody the Lakers and LeBron James, Then what you go out there and get your ass kicked for. How come he scored 17 points? How come they were busting y'all you-know-what? How come they won the game by 16 points? You know what you're going up against. This ain't the first time Dylan Brooks has been Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks has been Dylan Brooks for years. What did LeBron James do To Memphis in the postseason when Dylan Brooks was talking all of that smack last year. They spent the closeout game up by 40. Dylan Brooks was like, he ain't scoring 40. I mean, no, you just got beat by 40, okay? They destroyed the Memphis Grizzlies and sent them home. And class personified, which is LeBron James, what did he do? He walked off the court of that playoff game. Am I right, Big Perk? Walked off the court of that playoff game without even shaking hands or greeting anybody because he was so disgusted by Dylan Brooks and the way the Memphis Grizzlies were active, and so he smoked them and sent them home. That's what you were supposed to do last night, but you did it. And by the way, the Houston Rockets are 22 and 24. The Lakers are a 500 team. They're basically one game behind. You're vying for – this is a team that you have to compete with for one of the playoff spots. You know this going into the game, what you go out and get your ass kicked for. So I get what you're saying about Dylan Brooks. No argument there. It's absolutely true. He doesn't need to be trying that nonsense. But he repeatedly does it. You know he's going to do it. Well, what the hell are you going to do about it? Because I can't see nobody rolling up to Big Perk or Shea Shea no, with a history of doing stuff, and then you roll up in there and you do it again and get away with
2: it. Because you know why? Because if they go low, you're going to go to the basement. you going to go Perk, to the basement. Perk, Perk, let me say this. But you have to understand, Stephen A., football, we have a different mentality. Because if you do something like that to us, we're going to get your ass back. I'm going to get you or I'm going to get your teammate. Okay. And when your teammate asks me why you what, what what's going on, I say because your boy cheap shot at me, and I couldn't get him, so I got you. So somebody got to get this. So okay. don't think. But see that. But see that's, But, see, that's not LeBron. LeBron is not wired. See, I wanted to keep it specific to the topic of Dylan Brooks. I just want everybody to know that's not why the – Dylan Brooks shoving Jared Vanderbilt, him going upside LeBron's head, that wasn't why the Lakers lost. The Houston Rockets came out with a different mentality. They kicked the Lakers' butt. The Lakers played like trash, and the Rockets outplayed them. Those two incidents didn't have anything to do with the grand scheme of things. But I wanted to keep it specific to Dylan Brooks. Take off, Perk. Go, Go ahead.
3: Oh, 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 yes it did. Yes it did. It had a lot to do with why the Lakers, why the Houston Rockets bust you-know-what last night. Dylan Brooks is an enforcer. Dylan Brooks is a guy that you hate him if you're on the opposite team. You love him if he's on your team. We saw early in the season, we saw LeBron James and who get into it in the crypto.com arena. Email Udoka. Damn it, the Lakers knew it was beef when they walked into that arena last night and the Rockets was ready to make hamburgers. Actually, they did. So when I think about Dylan Brooks, this is who he's been. This is why the Rockets paid him $80 million. This is what he brings to the table, tenacity. Now, the push in the back with Jared Vanderbilt, I get all that. Yeah, it was a bit unnecessary, but damn it, Shay Shea, he's been showing us for years, this is who I am. He is the villain every single time he walks on the floor. He embraces that role, and we know the tension that he has not only with LeBron James, but, yeah, with LeBron James, but we know the tension that the Rockets and the Lakers have now, period. So my thing is, is this. I don't have an issue with how Dylan Brooks approached the game of basketball. I don't have an issue with how he stares down his opponents and he antagonizes them. I was one of them ones. I was one of them forces. And damn it, I actually love to see physicality sometimes in this in this day of age. Because I'ma keep it real with you. The league soft as hell. The way guys are getting 73s, putting up 70s and 60s and things to that nature, I have to turn my damn TV off. It's a, it's an embarrassment. <laughs> you know, like, no. look, like, no, real talk. When I was, listen, when I was playing in the era where you had Rasheed Wallace, KG, Tim Duncan, Shaq, y'all mean, like, you know, we used to have a motto. Man, look, a person ain't about to get their average on me. Man, I'm going to get ejected before somebody drop 40 on me. I'm going to get ejected. Dylan Brooks is is who he is. And at the end of the day, the Lakers knew what they were walking into, and they
1: wasn't prepared for the fight. Absolutely. And I have to get back to Shannon Shaw. I I am so disappointed. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Kendrick Perkins, this man is sitting up there. Our boy, Club Shay Shay, this man is sitting up there. (laughs) That's football. Hell no. Dylan Brooks is Dylan Brooks. How come he's inflicting harm upon others but somehow some
2: way harm doesn't get inflicted upon him how's he getting away with that how's he getting away with that but you have to understand the lakers don't have a guy like that so if you don't have a guy like that you don't ask lebron to go take that out you have somebody hey dylan brooks come down the lane you go upside (laughs) his head and you open him up like a melon and then you I'm wouldn't mad. have to worry about Dylan Brooks no more. LeBron is six nine two
1: sixty. I understand somebody else need to do it. But especially if you're getting your ass kicked already, what's the harm in retribution? See. The fact of the matter is you got to inflict that yourself. When they, when that, they go and, low, and, I and, go and, to the basement. I'm
2: going to keep reminding you that. When and, they go and, low, and, I go and, to the basement. Yeah. But that. Oh, and, and, but and she she you she have to she understand, she 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 uh, she 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 Stephen A., go ahead, go ahead, Perk.
3: Go ahead. No, she, 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 she I I just want to stop. Okay, because – See, Stephen A., let me tell you, he think he's slick as a can of oil. And right now, he's soaking this up. See, what later down the line, at some point of this season, we're going to revisit that GOAT topic, right? And see, MJ, Jordan, he wasn't taking this type of nonsense. That's Jordan right. Jordan would get in your face. Jordan there was we ready to throw blows. There we so go. when we come Speak. on here when you come on here, you gotta be prepared and make sure you be conscious of what you say. Don't when help it comes him out. What you trying to help him out for, but Burk, the what you trying to help you, Broad Jay's.
2: Because he go he go use. Against he to a kiss. But, but you have to understand, you but you have to understand that was the era when you had X-Men. Oh, you had Anthony Mace. Man, they cleaned that up. They not gonna let you you think Adam Silver gonna let you going let you put your hands around somebody. Oh, 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 like oh, let me answer that. Let me answer that. Uh uh uh, 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 supposedly, Goat James
1: is Goat James, and as a result, the rules are a little bit different. If anybody can't get
2: away with it, it would be Goat James. I tell you what, uh, you that was that the that, you ask you question. You remember what? when LeBron James got suspended when he called Isaiah Stewart with an elbow? What oh, happened, Stephen A? Oh, oh, please. You talking about Isaiah, you talking about that cat Isaiah running <laughs> that
1: around after, after everybody restrained that,
2: by about 20 different people, really, yeah. you know, when it was, he him up like no and we barely touched I'm him. Barely touched him and opened him up. White, that's what you So guess what? If he barely I'm touched
3: him, barely touched him
1: and got the blood, you saw you, you saw what d- d- the damage LeBron James could do. How come it
2: ain't happened to Dylan Brooks? Handle that. Handle well, that. Well, that, that, was an act, say, that was an accident. That's not LeBron's mo. That's not his method. That's not that. his method operandi. That it. would be my I method. Know. That would be Perk was the enforcer. That's what you have to have one that, of those guys on your roster. That, that, you would, be the that yeah. would be MJ, too.
3: That
2: would and be guess, MJ, too. That would be MJ, too. Man,
3: guess what, Shay, Shay. Hey, Shay, Shay, guess what? Yeah. What happened? The way, it may be, the way it's looking right now, the Rockets and the Lakers could possibly match up in the play-in yes. tournament. in the play-in and and on. So, Le, so LeBron, so so, but I'm, I'm saying, so he needs to be ready because Dylan Brooks is not going to change. e Udoka is not going to change. e
1: Udoka called Braun soft. He to called him face. soft. You don't and think And beefed what, what, what,
2: what, you, what you rolling over here for? What you going to do? That's what I, 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 I walked up said. On him. I walked up on him and he ain't do nothing.
1: Oh, please. Come on now.
2: Why are you do that at? Why do <laughs> you do You that? know I don't want to have a pony.
4: I love for all, you know, all of you. you know,
1: this, is not <laughs> she- this is not She-She's brightest
2: morning. This is not She-She's brightest morning. That's why he got his hand on his face like that. No, no, you, know, no. you know it's a little different this morning. You know it. But Heather, the... But here's the thing. That's LeBron. I mean, if that was somebody that was a less, the less the less the face of the NBA, can't be getting into it in today's time. In the '80s, in the '90s, when that style of play was was hey. not frowned upon,
0: that could happen. Hey Shannon, before we yes. move on, your yes. Lakers are in New York Saturday night, ABC at the Garden, facing Stephen A's next who have been surging. Who you got?
1: Lakers. Stephen I mean, oh, get... oh, by, by the way, can I say this? You feel good? about yes. Stephen A's Knicks. ready for this? Nick's yeah. gonna bust. Nick's gonna bust <laughs>
0: Nick, oh, hold what? Wait a ass. Uh, Julius uh, Randle's uh, not
1: Marley. playing. Julius uh, not Marley. playing. I might, be, yeah. I might be. wrong about that. Tell me what's gonna I forgot happen. Forgot about Julius Randle being out. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stephen A. <laughs> Steve,
3: Steve, Stephen A. Nicks. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I've been adopted in the no. Nick's family. Oh, oh please.
1: It's pertinent. I feel You do You don't know, you don't know, know, you don't know New know York it. well enough. You don't know New York well enough. That's only in Manhattan. I got the five boroughs. Watch your mouth. Kirk, per- I'm adopted too.
3: I'm
0: adopted too. All right, uh, let's get to some champions. So the Nuggets beat the Bucks Monday to hand Doc Rivers a loss in his first game with Milwaukee. The Bucks entered Monday, ranked second in the NBA in scoring the season, but they struggled against the champs, scoring only 107 points, their fourth fewest in a game this season. Here's Doc and Giannis on a very important virtue. Call patience.
3: Just we had fight. Um, you know we, we scrambled well uh, I told our guys anyone who told you you couldn't play defense lie uh, you proved that tonight uh, you competed tonight. It was great it was great um, everybody has to have patience It's new the way we play uh, the way we defend uh, you no know, it's, it's it's gonna take a while to get used to you know we slowly slowly adjusting. Change a couple stuff. Um, you know, coach stuff got to have patience with the players. Players got to have patience with the coach stuff.
1: But I feel like for the first game, it was good.
0: All right, a how much faith do you have in Milwaukee's title hopes?
1: So-so, uh, um, average. Um, I still think that Boston's team to be within the Eastern Conference. I think a Philadelphia 76ers with a healthy Joel Embiid right now uh, should be uh, ahead of them. And the way that the New York Knicks have been defending – Uh, with the acquisition of O.G. Ananobi being the number one defense in the NBA, Mm -hmm. I think they have to be taken seriously as well. We all know that Doc Rivers is an upgrade from Adrian Griffin. God bless him. I hope that he ultimately gets another opportunity to get a head coaching job because even though they struggled miserably on the defensive side of the ball (laughs) – Milwaukee was still 30 and 13 with him as the head coach. So it's a damn shame that he had to lose his job, but they were a shell of what they used to be defensively. Um, and obviously they felt they needed veteran leadership, which is why for the first time in history, really we've seen a championship contender make a change in midseason by not upgrading an assistant coach to the interim status or having a president come downstairs like Pat Riley did when he got rid of Stan Van Gundy to take over the head coaching helm. They went on the outside and they brought in Doc Rivers having said all of that I expect them to improve defensively when Doc Rivers was the coach of the Philadelphia 76ers last year they were the fourth ranked defense in the NBA so you take those things into consideration plus his veteran leadership his his relationship with veterans and what he could peel from them but let's be clear we can't we can't completely absolve Doc Rivers from pressure most of the pressure is on Giannis Antetokounmpo you're the superstar on the squad. You okayed Adrian Griffin being signed. You signed off on him, and with it, and by the time you went to the bathroom to pass gas and came out, you wanted him gone. So that's on Giannis Antetokounmpo. But also we can't ignore Doc Rivers from this perspective. There are five consecutive Game 7s he's lost in the postseason. He failed to get the Clippers to the conference finals. He failed to get the Philadelphia 76ers to the conference finals, even though some people blame, a lot of people blame James Harden for that. And on top of it all, he had 3-1 leads on three separate occasions that were overcome. Those things can't be ignored. I love Doc Rivers. I root for him. I'm wishing him nothing but the best success or whatever. But we do have an obligation to be objective and to point out some of the cynicism that has been thrown in his direction, including by, including by your former teammate KP and Rashid Wallace, who said, that, who said the things that he said about him as well, along with Gilbert Arenas. We can't ignore that. That's a reality of the situation. Gilbert Arenas said that to you on Nightcap, Shannon. You know what yep. time it is. You know how he feels about Doc Rivers. You know how yep. Rashid Wallace feels about Doc Rivers. We know what the stats and the numbers say. All I'm saying is I believe in Doc Rivers as a coach. But we'd be remiss in neglecting to point out he's under immense pressure himself.
3: I, I, I wish I had more time to address Gilbert and Rasheed, because I'd address them like the numbers on the house, but I don't. I'ma stick to the topic. At I'll give end. you the time. I'll give you the and time on my podcast. I'll give you the no, time. No, 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 <laughs> uh, Well, bring me on, okay? On. How much faith do I have in the boat Bucks title? I don't. I don't have no faith whatsoever. You know why? Because Doc was just curing part of the problem. They need a personnel trade. And with this current roster, I have no hope in the Bucs to win a title, especially this season. I have the Celtics ahead of them. I have the 76ers ahead of them. I have the Knicks ahead of them. I have the Nuggets ahead of them. And I have the Clippers ahead of them. So I don't have hope in the Bucs that they can win a title with this roster right now. They lack athleticism at the wing position. That is the most important position in the NBA. When you have to go against guys like Kawhi Leonard, when you have to go against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, you have to have a guy that could defend. Don't you? You think it was a? You think it was? I'm crazy that the Knicks are playing exceptionally well right now since they made the trade for OG. No, they knew how important their position was to the NBA and making a title run. So with their uh, lack of a- athleticism at the wing, the way that Damian Lillard has been horrible defensively, I have zero faith, zero faith with this current roster that they can win a title this season.
2: It was funny to me to hear Giannis talk about patience something that he didn't have with Adrian Griffin. Now, like, Stephen A., you said this. Mm. Giannis is under immense pressure. Jason Kidd is gone. Mike isn't gone. Adrian Griffin is gone. Now that he's his fourth coach in a matter of four years. Now, there ain't nobody coming and going without Giannis Antetokounmpo's blessing. That's on him. So, for me, patience, patience is going to take time, something that you was unwilling to give Adrian Griffin. No, I don't have any confidence in them because a lot of the teams that perk that you have, I got the Celtics in front of them. I got the Sixers. Joel Embiid seemed to have cleared his stomach issues because over the last seven, five, six years, only babies have more stomach problems than Joel Embiid. Seemingly, he got on some good gerber, <laughs> some good baby formula, and his stomach issue has been resolved. He no- he no longer has IBS, so he's good on that end. <laughs> I got the Clippers and I got the Nuggets in front of them, so they have some some adjusting to do in that time. But you know, Perk, you say Dame has been horrible. Indeed, that's not Dame's forte. We know what Dame is. He's an offensive juggernaut. He can light them. He can shoot. He can average 30 from the three. He can go get you 50, 60 yeah. on a given night. And Giannis is playing exceptional. But there are some things like defensively. How can you be that bad defensively when you got Brooke Lopez, who's a defensive player, you got Giannis that can play defense. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it, but but they got some issues. They got some issues. issues. Let
1: let let
3: Let me say this to you real quick. I understand Damian Lillard is not labeled and not known for his defense, but I always make this example. Eddie House Was one of the best shooters this game has ever seen. I watched Eddie House put more effort on the defensive end than I watched with Damian Lillard. When you're trying to compete, when you're playing meaningful games, when you're paired up with Giannis Antetokounmpo, damn it, you can do it. Go get on the speed ladder. Hell, I wasn't the fastest person in the league, but I knew how to defend. It's a mentality. Ninety percent of def—I mean, uh, you know—ninety percent of it is mental when it comes to the defensive side of things.
1: Well, you know what I mean? So I just can't buy that. I agree with you. I agree with you there. There's no question about it. Mentality has something to do with it because when you acquire Damian Lillard, you have one of the most explosive closers this game has seen in quite a long time because this brother's a sniper and we all know that. And as a result, you're thinking more offense will make up for obviously the deficiency in defense because he's no holiday on the defensive side of the ball. So we get that. Number two, I'm not going to sit up there and ignore what Giannis has accomplished. Yes, it's on him. You're absolutely right, Shannon, in terms of the lack of patience he showed to Adrian Griffin. But let's remember that in the five years that Budenholzer was the coach of this team, they did win a title. They did win a title, and he was an NBA Finals MVP, so he did close the deal at least once. We're not walking around looking at somebody that hasn't won the chip. He has won it. It's just that now that the change has been made and so little patience was exercised with Adrian Griffin, a person you signed off on, as a result... Clearly, there's some pressure on Giannis Anthony to because when it's Jason Kidd to Budenholzer, and now Adrian Griffin, and now Doc Rivers, you do it does give you cause to pause when you look at him. But then he, Andrew and Holiday, it still comes down to Doc
0: right. Rivers as well. I got cause you to get get pause him. right now because we got a commercial break to hit, <laughs> yes. folks. Hey, I'm Molly Carum, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards, scoring beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just <laughs> skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Ravens just couldn't get going when the Chiefs came to town. That formidable Ravens D struggled early against Mahomes, and Casey shut down Lamar on offense, holding him to 10 total points, forcing two costly turnovers. Yesterday, Stephen A. Smith took a strong stance on Lamar's performance. Listen up, y'all.
1: The big story is Lamar Jackson. Ladies and gentlemen, with all due respect, it was a choke job. Let's just call it what it is. What is the definition of a choke job, Shannon and Dio? It's doing what you always do, what you're accustomed to doing, until the moment arrives, and then you don't. That is the epitome. That is the definition of what we're talking about here.
0: Jeff, Saturday's in the building. Yes. Hey, Jeff. Good to see you. Hey, glad to be here. I want to start with you. Do you agree with Stephen A. that Lamar Jackson choked?
4: Absolutely not. I mean, this is what Stephen A. said. It's doing what what you're accustomed to doing and all these. They didn't do anything like they were accustomed to doing. And that ain't on Lamar. They ran the ball six times from their running backs. Six by the way, Kansas City played nickel or dime, which means five little guys or six little guys, like dang near 50 plays of the game. And what did they do? They dropped back and try to become a pocket-passing team for the entire game. This was absolute ludicrous. The, whatever game plan we thought we had in Baltimore, put it in a trash, burn it, don't ever look at it again because it was god-awful. And listen, did Lamar play well? I'm not here to apologize or, or be an apologist for Lamar Jackson. He didn't play well. He was inaccurate. You could tell he was frustrated. He forced the interception, can't have the strip sack, got to step up and all those things. But man, let's at least be real about the Ravens didn't do anything of we were at accustomed to doing. They had the number one rushing attack, which includes Lamar, and they decided we're, we're not going to do that. We're just going to make this game plan all about something we never do and then expect something different to occur. By the way, playing into the strength of the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know how many times I've heard Lewis Riddick get on this show or other shows about how fast Kansas City is, team speed, all the things that they have and we're going to let them play with six DBs and not run straight at them if we're, if we're the Baltimore Ravens. We're going to do what we don't do best and try to play to the strengths of our, our opponent. I didn't understand it. As a team, I would accept this is a choke job. at Putting it on one player and acting like, you know, could he have done something different? He didn't play good. They didn't play good. But, by God, at least be real about and put it in context of how bad what they asked him to do really was. That's not fair.
1: And I'm going to tell you why I disagree with you. And I'm going to tell you why it's not fair, Jeff, Saturday. Because we were asked a question directly about Lamar. Nobody's letting the rest of the Baltimore Ravens off the hook. I didn't let them off the hook. Shannon didn't let them off the hook. D.O. Dan Olafsky didn't left them off the hook. Ryan Clark most certainly didn't left them off the hook. And you saw what Ryan Clark had to say because I saw you on Get Up watching what Lamar Jackson had to say. I am in no way saying that you're wrong in terms of the totality of the collapse of the Baltimore Ravens. Monken, what the hell were you doing? Why do you wow. run the football more? Why, especially why, like you pointed out five deep, six deep. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. You make sure you run the football down their throat, especially when you got Gus Edwards who's capable of running the football. And Lamar Jackson needed to look to run the football a bit more because he knew what they had in their second That's right. And if you penetrate the initial line of defense, you get in the open field, you can make some things happen, as he made on one particular run. We get all of that. But in the end, what it comes down to, Jeff, in all seriousness, is this. I take no joy in saying this. I think Lamar Jackson's a superstar. I think he deserves to be the league MVP. I got a lot of love for him, but we got to call it like we see it. He walked into that game tight. He walked into sure. that game looking nervous. You had people literally commenting from open and tap at how poised obviously Patrick Mahomes looked compared to Lamar Jackson. So in other words, what I'm saying to you is this. This is your moment, you've been in the league for six years. You're a league MVP. You're en route to winning the second league MVP. This is a man we're talking about here, Lamar Jackson, one of six quarterbacks since the 1970 merger, who's won at least 70% of his regular season starts. The other guys who've done it have all won Super Bowl championships except for him. He hasn't been to a Super Bowl. This was his first time to an AFC championship game. So, again, as the moment elevates, palms get sweaty, backsides get tight, as they say, and we find out who are the people who are ready. Again, when we look at Lamar Jackson, we're not taking away from anything in terms of his capabilities, his star status, what he can do on a week-in, week-out basis or whatever. But as Shannon Sharp has repeatedly stated, along with our other football analysts, including yourself, Jeff Saturday, we talk about how what differentiates the great ones from the superstars, right, Yeah. are those who embrace the moment. Because the moment calls for something more. And if not something more, at least something typical to what you normally show us. Now, if Lamar Jackson played like this during the regular season, and he was a replica of that come postseason time, that's different. But when you play lights out, when you're mercurial, when you're superstar status, all right, and then all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes is on the other side of the field. And every little moment counts. And every mistake is paramount. When all of those things come into consideration and you don't show up, that is the definition
4: of choking. But you just said, if you looked in the season, the dude had 24. So he didn't light up. the the season. He didn't throw the ball all over the yard and score or whatever. But but he didn't just dominate. Like Everybody was like, he's the for sure MVP. You know why they said that? Because against big games and big teams, he won them, right? Right. He got the best team. You should freak him win them. But he himself, that whole MVP thing that everybody talked about, I was like, I don't think he deserved the MVP. But when he went against the big teams, Jeff, he showed up in those games. He did show up 100%. But my point is, what they were doing allowed him to do that. When you you just say, we're not going to do what we do as a team. We're going to play something totally different. Lamar, go play it this style. At some point, you said Patrick Mahomes looked really comfortable. Mm-hmm. I saw the same thing. He, Lamar Jackson never looked comfortable. So if you're a coach, you go, hey, how do we get him comfortable? If we're going to run, if we're, they're going to blitz us we're going to run all these deep routes, right. Lamar, pull well, it we down and solve run. But I'm team. saying, as a player, as a player, you, you have to get there, right? Andy Reid helps Mahomes find rhythm and find plays to make, right? Get it to your tight end. Get it this way. Get that way. There was none of that in this game. And so what I'm that. saying is I live this with Peyton Manning, right? Like I lived the the hate about he can't get it done. He can't win the big game. He can't do this. He plays down in the playoffs compared to his regular season. It's because most of the teams you are playing up in the regular season. You are going to beat the brakes off of them. It is going to be tight. You aren't playing the Chiefs defense every week when you're in Baltimore. That's a really good defense. So it is going to be more difficult. You're not going to hang up those big numbers. You do but when you say it's all because of one guy, that's where I have an issue, right? Like Peyton Manning didn't deserve all the hate about he wasn't good enough, and he well, didn't want did to it. We didn't say it was all one guy. But but, but when here's you the say thing, Stephen: a dope they, job from one he, guy.
2: It's not. But whether or not he deserved it, he got it. Shouldn't we ask Lamar what we ask of our other MVPs? of expectation has Peyton Manning ever won a game in the playoffs in which the running game wasn't there? Of course, because that's what those guys get paid for and that's why we look at them as great. To ask Lamar to do something that we've asked our other ask our other great quarterback is not asking a lot. It's not Saturday. We can't put this in a situation. There have been other great quarterbacks, and we could say, well, they could have run the ball more, they could have done this more. But when it comes down to it, he's going to walk up to the honors, and he's going to pick up that MVP, and it's going to say Lamar Jackson. It's not going to say Todd Munkin. It's not going to say Gus Edwards. It's not going to say Hill. He deserves some blame because he got the lion's share of the credit when they won. But we don't want to give him any of the blame and we talk about Hard monkeys didn't do this. Lamar Jackson didn't play well. And it's I okay to say he didn't play well. I, I, he threw a horrible interception. He should have had two interceptions. Had uh, I think it was a Bolton. It was a Bolton. Bolton hadn't had a broken wrist. He'd had two picks. He yeah. had a strip sack. Lamar didn't play well. They Agreed. averaged 28.5 a game. They got 10. Right. They got so, 10 points. Yeah. I, listen, I fully agree he didn't play well. But
4: at least give it this context, that what they did against Kansas City was nothing like they played. Because you're like, well, we expect him to elevate. You expect him yes. to play. He didn't elevate all season, Shannon. You and I both know that. He didn't elevate that team all season. He played some good games, right? But he didn't hang up 40 touchdowns throughout the season like we've seen quarterbacks do. He played because they were in a, had a great defense and a great team They won a lot of games. But now we're going to say all of a sudden we're going to be a drop back and throw the ball 40 times when you're down 10 points. Like that's nothing of what the Ravens look like from the entirety of the season. So my point is at least lay, at least be honest about saying what you asked him to do, he's that that's not what he normally does.
1: And we were, Jeff. We were honest about it, but ultimately it came down to him. We were honest about what Todd Munkin and John Harbaugh did not do
2: we did right, but but the what the great quarterback can do can play above what the play is called. It's okay for Lamar Jackson to drop back and everybody's off and take off running. Lamar Jackson wanted to prove that I can win a playoff game throwing the ball from the pocket. That's why he didn't run the football. He hears the critics that says, oh, oh, he's a quarterbacky and he's good for a running back. He's good. And he plays into it because when he does something good, he says, that's not bad for a running back. And I'm quarterbacky And he played right into the Chiefs hands because they knew that's what he was going to do. And that's unlike, why they put six and, DBs and, and, on the field. And unlike C.J. Stroud,
1: he's no rookie. There's six years in the right. National Football League, four playoff games before this series, this playoff series started, okay, four times, and now your record is two and four after six appearances. And when you're going up against the dude that is the dude, he's the dude. don't tell me that you didn't feel that. Look, yo, I t- today is the day I really can't just
4: afford look, to mess But, but you, know. and you did. But you have to be honest about, like, Lamar Jackson from the pocket is actually a very conservative quarterback. Even, even in Louisville, this dude is not a guy, like, everybody frames him as this guy who catches the ball and picks it down and just goes and runs. He runs in the run game. He doesn't run from a scramble position very often, and when he does, he usually makes big plays. But he, I agree with you, Shannon. maybe he is hearing stuff, and he decides, I'm going to try to win it for but he's always been very conservative from the pocket. He is not the guy that just goes and tucks and runs every time. In fact, he's a lot more conservative than Purdy would be on the other side. So this whole like game manager nonsense, that's the part that frustrates me, right, is it always gets framed right. that way, which is just it's – not, it's not a reality. At the end of the day, Jeff, he only is – he's played six playoff games. He's only had two good ones. That, that's fair.
1: I mean, come if on. You, he hasn't that's that's, that, that's fair. you say he has. hasn't
4: played well, that's Jeff, fair. Jeff, we have to the play call? Right. Say it again. I'd hear. Are you
0: putting more of it on the play calling?
4: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No, he didn't play well. So, so, hear me in the right way. I don't think Lamar played. He was inaccurate. He didn't see that. He looked at the wrong side of the field a ton. He didn't play well. But Thank you. The, it, it, help him. Like, my God, like, like if Peyton Manning was struggling, we're going to hand the ball off, bro. We ain't going to sit there and keep freaking throwing it if he can't find the right guy to throw it to. That That's yeah. my point.
0: Absolutely. is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call one 800 DIRECTV tv or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day.
5: Two guys
1: drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home.
5: The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles in everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges and a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. Unlock a whole new world of travel with a Capital One Venture X card. What's in your wallet? Term supply lounge access is subject to change. See CapitalOne.com for details.
0: Big perk in the house, and I heard you got some hot takes. Let's get it. Uh, don't look now, but the New York Knicks are climbing the charts. How about last night, taking down the Hornets without OG and Randall? After many thought he was snubbed from being an All-Star starter, Jalen Brunson, he was taking care of business, dropping 32, four, and seven. New York is now 30 and 17. Perk, give me that spicy take you got.
3: Well, well, Molly, is not just hot and spicy. It's a real take. And mm. Jalen Brunson should be in the MVP conversation. He is playing like an MVP. Right now, the New York Knicks are two games from being out of second place in the Eastern Conference. What Jalen Brunson has been doing to the league has been... A beautiful thing to see. You talk about a game manager and a game changer changer all in one, that's who Jalen Big Body Brunson is, and he should be in the MVP conversation.
1: I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not disagreeing with that at all. Jalen Brunson has been sensational. I got to give credit where credit is due. None of us anticipated he would be this good. He is so much of what New York needed, um, and for him – Julius Randle to be out yesterday, I mean, they're going up against the Charlotte Hornets, so that's not much. But Jalen Brunson has been giving it to everybody <laughs> all year long, no doubt about that. And it's going to be really, really interesting to see. I think the New York Knicks yeah. are a piece away, a piece away. But I'm telling you right now, Kendrick Perkins is absolutely
5: right.
0: Shannon, before you jump in here real quick, can I just say something? I took my nephews sure. to the Knicks game. And uh, Jalen Brunson, after, signed both their jerseys. It was so nice, so grateful. Literally made their lives. They're still talking about it, so I really appreciate that. He's always that. been a,
1: he's always I been really a champion. I really appreciate him. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. He's always been a champion as a person, always.
2: Yeah, yeah you know what? When when Luka was out and, and, and Brunson was running the Dallas Mavericks, I was like, dang, this kid is really good. But you don't know if he's just good in that situation. If you gave him the keys to his own car, could he drive it effectively? Well, he's answered that question. He's gone to New York, and he's put himself, as you said, Perk, in the MVP conversation. He absolutely should have started the East, and this is not a slight against Dame. Dame is the starter, but Jalen Brunson should have been the starter in the East backcourt for the the All-Star game. He's been that good. He's spectacular. I mean, at that size, to be able to dominate, to get in the paint, can shoot the ball mid-range, three-point, run the team, He's good. He's better than advertised because I thought he was good well, when he was filling in for Luca and playing with Luca. But right. you, Stephen A., you really don't know until if a guy because we watched Scotty, right. we watched Scotty Pippen mm-hmm. for all those years. Like, oh man, Scotty, Scotty got his own team, and, and Scotty ain't look like he did Amazing. when he was with Jordan.
1: Well, let me say this. Let me Charles. say this. I had Halliburton because ahead. I thought Halliburton should have been in the start lineup for the East as yeah. well, and I just picked point guards, but I should have picked Halliburton yeah. and Brunson, but Donovan Mitchell was and average Brunson. 28 doing the Cle- – <laughs> Donovan Mitchell in Cleveland doing his thing average 28. <coughs> and we can't ignore that. Perk, I got to throw this in there. It's a question mark. I think it's a question mark. Put Perk and Shay Shay up on the screen. Play- I, need I think this should be something discussed on NBA Today. I think this should be something discussed on Club Shay Shay Nightcap, whatever. I'm going to discuss it. I got something to throw at y'all. Whatever. We have brought up Brunson in New York. We looked at Milwaukee and held Giannis accountable. Do we hold Luka accountable for not insisting that Dallas keep Brunson? And not only that question, do we also look at the Dallas Mavericks and ask this question, was Kyrie a better option? Then Brunson, because when they had Brunson, no. <coughs> they were in the conference finals. You didn't make the playoffs last year. So we're going to see. I'm looking at Dallas, and I'm looking at Luka, who we all love and knows a superstar, but damn, should you have insisted that Jalen Brunson be kept in Dallas? Because right now, nobody's brought this up. I haven't heard anybody bring this up. We busy talking about – when we talk about Dallas, we say Luka, Luka and Kyrie. And, but, but we ignoring mm-hmm. that you had Brunson. He was there. That and went to the Western, to and, to the Western and, Conference Finals. And they wouldn't even offer him 80 until it was time for him to go because he had right. 104 right. on the table from the Knicks. I'm just saying. Hey, Shay, we got to start asking that no,
3: question. No, no, you – no, 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 but that's facts. But Shea Shea, S.A., think about this for a second. I heard Charles Barkley say something, and it hit me. He said the Knicks haven't been this relevant since Patrick Ewing. That's true, right? Think it's about true. it. You had it's a of Diaw. You had Carmelo Anthony come through, and Jalen Brunson embodies everything that the Knicks in the city of New York is about. Blue-collar, hard-working, getting it out the mud. We all saw that video that went viral about a month ago where where, uh, Coach Bronson was working them out in Philly and saying, harder, harder, more. And I don't know if it's any other guard in the league, or should I say ball handler, outside LeBron James, that does what Jalen Bronson does on a night-to-night basis Mm -hmm. when I say game manager and a game-changer. You're not going to speed them up. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think the thing was, Stephen A., is that when you're looking at it, you're like, is he, is, is he really this good for playing the contract? What they should have done is signed him earlier. When they had an opportunity and they didn't, they waited till the last minute, and now it's free agency. And his dad told him, "Dad, like, hey, if they'd have wanted you, they'd have been gave you money. Now all of a sudden, they want to give mm-hmm. you money because somebody else is." Hey, Stephen A., you know how the relationship is. You ain't buy your girl nothing until somebody else started <laughs> looking at her, and now when somebody look at her, it's too late. She done right, got right. eyes for somebody else now. That's she gone. Right. You you, why you can't got, offer why her you take your
1: business. Uh, but but, but the, well, real dude, well, I, the real dudes know how to <coughs> take care of business before it comes to this. Right, there you,
3: There it is. If I if I if I gotta buy something anyway to keep her, I don't want.
2: That's true. Mm. Hey, you gonna buy something to keep her? You you've been mad all them years. You do bought a lot of something.
1: That's right. And as my as my as my daddy as, as, as my daddy said as my daddy said, God rest his soul. You gonna pay no matter what. It
5: might be a little, it might
0: be a lot. (laughs) I really love these gems. Really. I love these relationship gems we're having, but I got to get in the commercial break.
5: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two,